Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. As we start our program this evening, one of the teams that has played pretty good, you know, I mean, they win a couple, lost a tough game to Kentucky and, uh, but it's a team at the University of Florida that's certainly uh, on, on the growth. Uh, some of the younger kids are making a, an impact. Some of the transfers, the portal kids, on top of what they recruited for the next class. Corey Bender uh, covers uh, University of Florida for Gators Online and On3 Sports. He's kind enough to join us. Corey, thanks so much for taking the time. As always, Larry. Thanks for having me on tonight, man. It's exciting time to be a Gator fan. I mean, yeah, you know what? I mean, a lot of people want to win all of them, but this is a program that uh, you look at Bill Nape, Coach Napier last year, took over, uh, tried to lay some foundation, went on the recruiting trail, played a little bit of the NILs, played this and that, and he's got a pretty good program. And, and, and they're young, and you know as well as I, Corey, that in college football, ask Florida State, you could build that darn thing up in a couple of years just by transfers and just by getting some really good recruits. No, absolutely. I think when you're a school like the University of Florida, it recruits itself. Obviously, you have to have the coaches in place and you have to have results on the field, but it's one of those schools, number one public university right now in the country. SEC, and as you and I both know, Larry, a talent-rich state, arguably the best state for talent. So I think you hit it on the nail. It doesn't take too long to kind of turn the corner when you're a school like Florida, Florida State, or Miami. And I think with Florida, too, I think you and I talked about quite a bit in the offseason. It was going to be an interesting year. It could go either way. They're replacing a lot of key guys from the season ago. I think Graham Mertz has surprised a lot of people. He's been very efficient. I know he had a lot of turnovers in Wisconsin, especially in the interception column. But I think there's definitely – there's some things to build off here. Obviously, he would be coming back for another year after this. Trey Wilson, obviously, who you know, Larry, up at who is at Tampa Gaither, a former five-star receiver. Yeah. He's some of the build-off for the future. So I think overall, if you're a Florida fan, you got to be patient, but there's still some excitement as well. Corey, you make a good point. And, and obviously, you get a lot of these kids that come in, like a Mertz and, and players like that, who people may have doubted because he makes mistakes, but he's a veteran player. I mean, he's a guy that who does more probably off the field than he does on the field for these kids because he's around them. He he can take some of the younger guys under his wing. He he's been there, yeah. done there before. Uh, playing in the Big Ten, as you know, is very competitive as well. You take a look at a player like him or some of the younger running backs that they have who are kind of feeding off of what he brings to the table. Talk about that because I think that instead of criticizing him, which everybody wanted to do in the off season, in the spring. And when I was up there during the summer, everybody, oh, well, you know, he's this, he's that. 
why don't they look at him as an asset, which he is? No, 100%. And I think, too, Larry, to touch on what you are saying, too, at the beginning about Graham Mertz, about being a bigger asset off the field, I agree with that. I think the one thing that was overlooked when he came on board was his experience. I mean, he's played in every venue in the Big Ten, from the horseshoe to the big house up in Michigan, and that's invaluable regardless of how he performed at certain times. This team needed some senior leader, or not upperclassmen leadership who have been in those big venues. So when you play teams like Georgia and Jacksonville, you go to LSU, a guy who doesn't get rattled under center, who can really change the plays at the line if needed. And I think overall, as long as he's comfortable, the offensive line has been kind of a struggle at times. And yeah, I mean, a lot of new faces along the offensive line too. Larry, I mean, that's another position group that went through a big makeover. So I think this Florida team, it's going to be interesting. And you know, South Carolina. If this weekend on the road could determine, might be the most important game on the schedule as far as a momentum standpoint and where the season could go from here. Yeah, it could make them uh, give them a path to a bowl game, too, because I, you know as well as I do. I mean, you sit home, you know, and Miami did last year and watch schools like Eastern mm-hmm. Michigan and, and, and North Car- and, and New Mexico State go in the bowl games, and you say, well, wait a minute, something's not right here. I think a bowl game. Uh, Florida's in a unique situation too, Corey, because you go to any home game, I don't care who it is that they're playing. I mean, it's, it's a happening and the kids remember it. I know that the recruits, when they get a chance to come to a, uh, you know, a home game, uh, you know, like they had last week or, you know, even against Vandy, what's the difference? It's an SEC team. Uh, but at the same time, a lot of the recruits get to come. They have a lot of fun. They, you know, it's, it's a time that, you know, I know a lot of kids who have gone to, you know, other schools have always told me, he goes, oh, wow, we went up to the swamp and we saw them play against LSU. It was, like, mm-hmm. unbelievable. And that's that's an important part of this whole thing because recruiting, and you know it as well as anybody, goes a lot further than the X's and O's. It's, uh, you know, it's almost something that you have to start when these kids are ninth and 10th graders kind of laying the foundation. And, and it's so neat during the – summertime you know to go to university of florida and for a lot of these kids from some of the other schools like lj mccray from the mainland for somebody yeah. like uh you know one of their coaches to come up and say hey man how you been how's dad you know how's mom that's yeah. what recruiting is about it's about personal relationships so talk about that because i think that's missed in the equation too yeah, absolutely, Larry. I think, like you said, you have you see Florida State, all the Florida schools, if you look at these offer lists, Larry, you don't bear it anyone in South Florida. A lot of these South Florida stars in the 26th class, you'll see FSU, Miami, and Florida offers there pretty early because they know it's going to be a battle. It's going to take a lot of work. And I think one thing, too, Larry, you see a lot of these schools, I know, like, casual fans will look at, hey, why is, I don't know, a school like Temple offering this kid, you know, being the first offer? Why are they, they're not going to have a chance. But a lot of these coaches, they move to different schools, and these kids remember, hey, that coach, I remember him, he offered me first two years ago, and maybe he's at a bigger school now. So and I think right. like you said, you know, relationships really are the kind of clue when it comes to recruiting in 23. No doubt. Corey Bender joins us, Gators Online, part of the On3 Sports Network. And you you also bring up a pretty good point as far as coaches. And they jump around. And, you know, you, you, here's a good example in Miami. A lot of the guys yeah. that uh, some of these guys who, you know, like Nicholson, who was at a different school before, or you look at mm-hmm. some of the other coaches that came in this year, there are guys that they went after before that may be in the portal now. And they go, well, yeah. wait a minute, coach. I like that kid. I liked him when we were at Oregon. I liked him, 
you know, when we were at Arkansas, that also makes a difference too, because you're seeing a lot of it, a lot of it at FSU, because when coach Norvell and his staff came in, and we're going to talk to Coy, uh, to uh, Chris Nee later about it, that they knew a lot of these kids from Louisiana. They knew a lot of these kids from Texas and Missouri and places like that. So it was a lot easier, you know, when they coach, I can vouch for that guy. He's a really nice guy rather than to just yep. take somebody out of the portal and say, Oh, I hope he works out. But you're seeing a lot of that now. And, and that's important. And even Billy Napier's staff, when they're in Louisiana, it's funny. I would, they, their first year when they came out late in the cycle, they were offering kids late. And some of these kids were like high three-star, low four-star type. And, you know, I, I was thinking, you know, they probably never spoke to Coach Napier. And, you know, some of these kids were from Louisiana. say, no, yo, Louisiana, UL, they offered me two years ago. I met them at a camp. And it's, <laughs> it goes from there. And, hey, I like those coaches. Now they're at a bigger school. So, you know, I could see me, you know, being coached by them. So, it yeah. goes recruiting is such an interesting dynamic as far as what kids are looking for. And you said LJ McCray earlier, and you know, it's funny. I asked him recently in school, why does he like Florida? Well, what makes him a top contender? He said, it's a rebuild project. I want to be a part of something, turning the corner um, like I did at Mainland when we turned the program around. But then you see George on his list, who's back-to-back, you know, national title. So <laughs> recruiting is interesting, yeah. man. It's just, that's why there's so many twists and turns. Yeah, I think if anybody had any questions about Georgia, it was kind of answered last week uh, because that's a good Kentucky. That's a good Kentucky team that they okay. took apart. But uh, but also you take a look too and how important. And it was funny when we came on the show. You know, at the beginning tonight, we were talking about how football is the shortest season of any. You know, you look at baseball. You start. You know, September, March. Eight, I mean, excuse me, March. In April, you don't get done if you're successful until now in October. Same thing with hockey. Same thing with the NBA. But football is such a short window. If you make a bowl game and it's an average bowl game, you're finished in December, you don't kick things back up until early August. And uh, that's an eight-month period. Uh, So there's got to be a lot more to football as far as, as we see, camp, selling, spring, all this stuff like that that they utilize. Yeah, they utilize during the, and it's not always easy. And that's why I think the NCAA got involved and kind of shut things down for July because I think that they felt there were too many things going on. And uh, these kids always, you know, every week. And you know, you watch. I mean, the key, you'll talk to mm-hmm. a, a recruit and you'll say, well, he, I, I'm going to Vegas this week to play in the seven on seven or our <laughs> yeah, teams. Right. Yeah, or our team's taking a, uh, you know, uh, a trip. We're going to uh, Clemson and South Carolina and Virginia and Virginia Tech. And, and, and that's what a lot of these schools have done. They do these caravans. I think it's a great yep. idea because they get an opportunity to see the school, meet the coaches, uh, you know, participate against kids from all over the place. And I know, uh, you know, you, you look at schools, I know West Broward, which is one of the programs yep. down here, they went up to Toledo and beat two defending state champions from Ohio. How about so, that? you know, on a seven-on-seven. Seven. So, yeah. Do, it's, it's, do you uh, think seven-on-seven, seven, Larry, do you think it's flipping a little bit? Remember, the I, I, reason I asked you this is remember when the Ridleys and the Judys and Benjamin Victors, when Florida Fire was really rolling? I felt like around that time, seven-on-seven seven was at its peak, and I feel like lately, I don't know right. if it's – do you feel like it's lost a little of the buzz? <laughs> Well, you know what? I think the coach, the high school coaches have kind of tempered it because, you know, sure. even though you have the fire and you have all those programs that are doing so well, 
the emphasis now is more on the team. And, you know, yeah, and, and you know as well as I do, coaches get a little upset, you know, because they'll, they'll have a DB or a quarterback or a cornerback, uh, you know, or a wide receiver, and they'll watch them play seven-on-seven, seven, the all-star teams, and the kids get away with so much that they would, you know, develop bad ha- habits, and they don't really have yeah. anybody to answer to. But I understand what you're saying. From an, from an all-star, there's so many. And you, when you and I were starting this whole thing out, there were a handful of of teams in the yep. state of Florida. Now, now there's hundreds and hundreds of states uh, yeah. nationally. You get an opportunity to see a lot of those kids. Corey, let everybody know how they can follow yep. you because yep. I think the rest of the season is going to be interesting. Like you said, the South Carolina game this week is going to kind of define them, uh, you know, especially a road game. They haven't played extremely well on the road, but this will give them an opportunity at least, uh, you know, to, to showcase some pretty good talent. Yeah, absolutely. You follow us at GatorsOnline.com. And it's the same thing for Twitter, just at GatorsOnline. And right now you could join our site for $1. Um, very cheap, a lot of in-depth coverage from myself, Keith Niebuhr, Zach, Oliverde, and Nick De La Torre. So definitely give us a try. And, uh, yeah, big game ahead this weekend. We'll have a lot of content, you know, the rollout ahead of time. Good stuff. Corey, thanks so much. As always, uh, you always bring it strong, brother. That's why I have you with us. Thank you, man. Thank you, Larry. Hey, have a good right. Have a good night too. You too, Corey Bender, uh, joining us from Gators Online on part of the On Three Sports Network. And tell you what, you know, I mean, everybody knows that the recruiting is heating up, and and all you have to do, and like I said, we'll talk to Chris Nee around nine oh five about FSU and what they've done. Uh, they've gone from a program three years ago where the fans, oh, we got to get rid of Norvell. We don't like this guy. We are, we're recruiting terribly to a program that's a top four team now in the country and could very well be a playoff team. So you never know. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.